Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Message tonight, give me a blessing. Who knows, there may be someone in the house that needs this message tonight. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by a word from God. Let's open up our hearts. Anyone here tonight say, I need the blessing of God. I need it for a particular situation. I need the blessing of the Lord. Let's begin with 2 Kings chapter 2, 5 to 7. Now the sons of the prophets who were, who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please. Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, the double oath, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance. KJV says, afar off. 50 sons of the prophets stood afar off while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Verses 8 to 9. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that two of, the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was, when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Give me the portion of a firstborn son. Give me the favor of a firstborn son. Fifty sons of the prophets had the same opportunity to walk beside the man of God, to enter into the inheritance and receive the blessing. Fifty sons of the prophets, too casual, at a distance, stood afar off. But one walked beside Elijah right to the end, and to him the offer was given. To him the door opened. Ask, what will I give you? What do you want? Let the favor, let the portion of a firstborn son, let the inheritance of a firstborn son be upon my life. And so it was. Second Chronicles 1, 6-7. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. The burnt offering is full surrender. Thousand fullness. He didn't hold back. Thousand burnt offerings. I'm giving everything. I'm giving all to you, Lord. My life in full surrender, as the burnt offering signified, on that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask, what shall I give you? Wow, what an opportunity. On that night, the Lord appeared. Ask, what shall I give you? Verses 10 to 12, Solomon said, Now give me wisdom and knowledge. Give me wisdom. Give me the knowledge and understanding of your word. Let me know your truth. Let me know your Bible. Let me have spiritual understanding. Let me walk with spiritual insight. Let me have a spiritual heart in this world to discern properly and to be able to see through the facade and the darkness and all the veil that is there. Let me walk with a wise and understanding heart. 
Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this great people of yours? Then God said to Solomon, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked riches or wealth or honor or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall any after you have the like. Ask, what shall I give you? Full surrender of your life. Lord says, ask, what shall I give you? Give, Lord, I want a wise and understanding heart. And all of a sudden, Solomon doesn't have just one thing going for him. He has five things going for him. He not only has wisdom and spiritual understanding, but he has riches. He has honor. He has long life. And he has the life of his enemies. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, 7 to 8. Jesus said, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Ask, and it will be given to you. These are the words of our Lord Jesus, an invitation to every one of us. He said, everyone that asks, receives. How's our asking? How's our seeking? How's our knocking? How's the intensity with which we come before the Lord? James 4, 2. James said, you do not have because you do not ask. Maybe we're a little shy on our asking. Maybe the desperation isn't there. Maybe the pouring out of our heart in the presence of God is lacking. James says, you do not have because you do not ask. And then he said in verse 1, or chapter 1, verses 6 to 7, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Those are stern words. Those are sobering words. He's talking about a believer, not on a point of belief or calling out on God. He's talking about a believer with a divided heart. Somebody that really wants to serve God and yet really wants to serve themselves too. I want to go God's way and yet I still want to go my way. James said, let not that person suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. God knows the hearts. God tries the hearts. And if we have a divided heart, don't suppose you will receive. But if you have a pure heart like Solomon, a thousand burnt offerings, nothing held back, forsaking all to follow Jesus Christ, not my own will but thine be done in everything. I die to myself and live for you. I crucify my flesh daily and live by the Holy Spirit in obedience to the word of God. The Bible says that man will receive, that woman will receive from the Lord. 
Genesis 32, 26 and 29. Jacob, Jacob said to the Lord, I will not let you go unless you bless me. That night, Jacob wrestled with God. And God wrestled with Jacob. The angel of the Lord came. A Christophany, Jesus Christ in human form. Jesus Christ came to wrestle with Jacob. God wrestling with Jacob and Jacob wrestling with God. Jacob wanted the blessing of the Lord and God wanted to bless Jacob. But God says, I've got to deal with something in your life first. I've got to deal with your flesh life. I've got to deal with that resistance in your heart so that the blessing of the Lord can prosper upon your life. Jacob cried out, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Weeping and tears and travail through the night because he was so desperate for the blessing of God. I will not let you go until you bless me, unless you bless me. And the Bible says that the Lord, Jesus, blessed him there. Hosea 11:4, Hosea's commentary on that night. He says of Jacob that Jacob wept and sought favor from God. Jacob found God in Bethel, the house of God. He found him in Bethel, the house of God. I will not go, let you go until you bless me. Zechariah 10.1, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Ask the Lord for rain. First Chronicles 4.10, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my, my coast, my territory, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Verse 9 says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Why? Because he called on the name of the Lord. He realized who he was. He realized how, realized how nothing he was without God. It's you I can't live without. Began to call on the name of the Lord desperately. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my inheritance. Enlarge my territory in the earth. Enlarge my influence. Enlarge my spiritual capacity. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from evil, Lord, that it will not grieve me. Don't let sin and darkness and deception, don't let evil carve up my life so that I live a life of pain and regret. Call out on the Lord. And the Bible says God granted him that which he requested. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Young people in the house, young adults in the house, adults in the house, Call on the name of the Lord, that he will make a way for you in the earth, that your ways will be prospered and blessed of the Lord, and his hand will be upon your life. Don't take the peer pressure. Don't take the world pressure. Don't take the status that people try and put on you. Say, I want God above everything else. I will seek the Lord. I will not turn to the right hand or the left. I will not turn aside from the pure commandments of the Lord. I will serve the Lord with all my heart. And you watch how God will make a way for you. 
that in years and decades to come, you will look back and say, I have been favored of the living God. I've got the portion of a firstborn son. I've got the portion of a firstborn daughter. You made the right decision. You asked the right things of the Lord. John 16, 24, Jesus said, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Jesus wants our joy to be full, a soul satisfied with the blessing of the Lord, the abundance of God in our spirit, the knowledge of his will, the understanding of his ways. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Hosea chapter 10, verses 11 to 12. Judah shall plow. Jacob shall break his clods. Words of the prophet. As the person comes to seek God, says Judah shall plow. Judah means praise. Praise plows. It sets the blade so that it really cuts into the earth. Worship plows. Worship opens up the ground. A worshiper, a worship warrior, a praiser, praising God with all their heart and soul and mind and strength. Praise plows. Jacob shall break his clods. Jacob, the man of the spirit, the spiritual man. Jacob shall break his clods those clumps of dirt, those hard clumps of dirt, that resistance in our life, that stubbornness, that unwillingness. Bible says, Jacob, that man of the Spirit, he's not going to live with clods on the ground. He's going to begin to break up the clods. He's going to go against the hardness. He's going to go against the resistance in his life, the reluctance to serve God and pour it all out. Jacob will break his clods. He will break those clumps of dirt. Jacob has a twin brother. His name is Esau. Two manner of people are within you, Rachel. Two manner of people are in your womb, a man of the flesh and a man of the spirit. But my will is that the man of the flesh be under the man of the spirit. That was God's word to Rachel. You see, the man of the flesh, Esau, the Esau nature, the Esau spirit inside of us, that fallen sin principle still inside of us, Esau doesn't break up the clods. Esau doesn't plow. Esau wants to be idle. Esau has a lazy spirit, spiritually. Esau doesn't want to labor and break up the ground until something of substance is ministered into his spirit. And because of that, he begs in harvest. While Jacob stands in plenty, sow for yourselves righteousness. Sow for yourselves righteousness. You sow with a right heart. You sow with a pure heart. You sow seeds of righteousness. You sow the promises of God. You plead the promises of God. You get them into the soil of your spirit and your heart, and you call on God to bring them forth in your life 
sow for yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy receive the fulfillment of those promises in mercy chesed the loving kindness of the lord reap under the power and blessing of the loving kindness the loving kindness of the lord break up your fallow ground your untilled your uncultivated ground for it is time to seek the lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you till he comes and rains righteousness a right way of life uprightness of heart right standing with god it's time to seek the lord ask and it will be given you first corinthians 14 2 the apostle paul said for he who speaks in a tongue he who speaks in tongues does not speak to men but to god for no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries if you haven't been baptized in the holy spirit and don't have that utterance of tongues speaking in other tongues by the holy spirit ask jesus to baptize you in the holy spirit and fire to give you an utterance inside of you a flowing language that comes out by the spirit of the lord so you can pray continuously you can pray endlessly and you're not limited to the prayers of your own mind and your own heart but you can flow in the holy spirit and pray by the holy ghost paul said he who speaks in a tongue speaks to god no one understands him you don't understand yourself either when you're speaking in tongues sometimes you feel you have a revelation of what you're saying but not that often Howbeit, in the spirit we are speaking mysteries divine secrets Weymouth Bible says hidden things concealed things things we don't know when we pray in other tongues we are praying about things we know nothing about but they're going to show up in our future they're going to unfold in our future and we're going to see things happening in our life and miracles and breakthroughs and things open up and the blessing of god and spiritual wonders inheritance that we didn't even that we didn't know anything about because in the spirit when we're praying in other tongues we're praying these divine secrets that they'll be manifested that the hidden things will be brought to light that the lord who has called us will open unto us things we do not know as we walk on into our future the apostle paul said in the same chapter he said i would that you all spoke with tongues and then he added i speak in tongues more than you all when we pray in tongues we are praying about things we know nothing about we are praying things over our children and over our family that we can't even imagine we don't have revelation of but god knows and by the holy spirit the spirit is praying through us and one day they'll begin to manifest one day they'll begin to come up on the surface of the ground and we will see the blessing of the lord hidden things divine things secret things things that were hidden but are now revealed by the holy spirit i read men of history great men of god centuries past some great men of god that i honor with all my heart they never stated clearly that they spoke in tongues 
Truth is, for a long time, many centuries, some of these truths seem to have been largely passed over, set aside, and weren't as common as knowledge in our day. Since the breakout of the Pentecostal movement, charismatic movements of the last century, these men didn't state that they spoke in tongues, but they be, they, when you read them, they tell you of their groanings, of their gushings, of their spirit, of their travail, of their weeping, of their crying out before God for his presence, for his life, for his glory. That's the language of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 26, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Inarticulate speech. We're groaning. We're weeping. We're crying out for the blessing of God. The Holy Spirit is interceding. He who knows what we should pray for as we ought, he knows what he wants for us. He knows the direction. He knows what or how our lives will be satisfied and fulfilled. Only in him, only in his will, not in our own ways. And as we intercede, as we weep, as we cry out to God, the Holy Spirit is there bringing forth the will of God because without asking, you can't receive. It's a principle. It's a law of God. Most things will not come to pass without prayer in our lives. Fervent, interceding prayer. Well, let's close out with Othniel and Axa, a husband and wife. Judges chapter 1, 12 to 13. Othniel and Axa, a young couple, newly married, fresh off their wedding vows. And their father, Caleb, who wholly followed the Lord, a giant killer, gave them a gift. He gave them land in the south, in the south of Canaan, a land of warmth, sunny skies, an inheritance in the land flowing with milk and honey. Caleb said, Whoever attacks Kurjath Sefer and takes it, to him I will give my daughter Aksa as wife. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. So he gave him his daughter Aksa as wife. Othniel was a younger half brother to Caleb. Othniel was of the tribe of Judah, just like Caleb was, of the tribe of praise. Othniel was a young lion of the tribe of Judah. And guess what? He decided to marry a lioness. Someone just like her father. Give me this mountain. Give me the giants. Give me the land of inheritance. Don't hold me back from the blessing of God. He said, I'm going to marry a lioness. And the two of them joined together in the spirit and began to serve God's people. Chapter 3 of Judges, of the book of Judges, say they became deliverers. Othniel was known as a judge in the land. He broke the powers of darkness. He taught the people. He kept spiritual life and fervor among the people of the Lord so that the land had rest for 40 years. Such a breakthrough. This couple that said, we will serve the Lord. 
Verse 14. Now it happened when she came to him that she urged him, that is, Axa encouraged Othniel to ask her father for a field. Now it happened when she came to her husband that she spoke to him. She wanted him to come into agreement with her. She urged him that she would be able to ask her father for a field. The translation is vague. The marginal says, he urged her. This translation says, she urged him. Other translations say, he urged her. Hallelujah. The bridegroom and the bride urging one another, pressing one another on in the blessing of God. She urged him to ask her father for a field, and she dismounted from her donkey, and Caleb said to her, What do you wish? So she said to him, Give me a blessing. Since you have given me land in the south, give me also springs of water. And Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. This young couple said, we're going to ask the Father for blessing. My Father's given me land in the south, but I don't want to be subject to the natural conditions of the land. I want to ensure the fruitfulness of my life and of my land and of my family. I need springs of water in all humility and honor. Axa came on behalf of her and her husband, and she said, Father, you've given me land in the south. Give me a blessing. Give me also springs of water. Good evening, Bride of Christ. As Axa, let's make request from our Father. We know that our Bridegroom Jesus is pressing us. Go and ask the Father for more blessing. Receive more from the Father. Ask Him for springs of water. And like Axa, are we not of the same spirit that we want more of the blessing of God? And her Father gave her the upper and the lower springs. In the land, upper and lower springs, artesian fountains, the underground streams that would flow, pools of water, She would never lack. They would never lack supply because they had the upper and the lower springs and they could go for water anytime they needed it to supply their animals and their fields and see the blessing of the Lord upon their life. Let's have the worship team come. Is there an Axa in the house tonight? Is there an Othniel in the house tonight? And you say, Father, you have given me a blessing. But Lord, I need more. Give me a blessing. You've given me land, but give me a blessing tonight. Give me springs of water. Give me those artesian fountains. Give me a supernatural source that springs out of the earth without me having to even dig for it, without me having to bring it out of the rocks. It'll flow because it's an artesian well. It's supernatural supply. It's been put into the earth by God himself. Let's ask God for a blessing tonight. Some of you tonight may really need the blessing of the Lord. Lord, give me springs of water for my family, for my future, for my finances, for my physical health, for my life.
Give me springs of water. And so I invite you to stand tonight. And let's take a few moments and say, Lord, you've given me a good land. You've given me land in the south. But now, Lord, I want more. Give me a blessing. I need more. Give me springs of water. Give me the fountains that spring out of the rocks and out of the hills. Let my life be blessed of you. And the Bible says Caleb gave her the upper and the lower springs. The upper springs to us represent the blessings of heaven. The lower springs, the blessings that come out of the earth for God's people. The precious things of heaven and the precious things of the everlasting hills. Maybe you're desperate tonight. You say, I need the blessing of the Lord. Why don't you lift your hands in your heart? You want to step out from where you are and present yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, give me a blessing. You've given me land in the south. Give me also springs of water. I am in desperate need. I need a breakthrough. Maybe you feel like you've been walking so long, it seems, on a road by yourself, and it's been hard. Let's ask the Lord tonight. Let's ask the Lord. As we make our way this week, I pray those words will linger in your heart, that every day this week you'll say, Lord, give me a blessing. Father, give me a blessing. You've given me a good land, but give me also springs of water. Give me the upper springs. Give me the lower springs, my Lord. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Let's close out with Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I would that you all spoke with tongues. The Apostle Paul, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. He that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but unto God. And in the Spirit, he is speaking divine secrets and mysteries and things that God wants to reveal. Speak in tongues much, not little. Pour out your soul with weeping. Like Jacob, he wept. Call on the Lord. Give me a blessing. Give me a blessing. Give me the portion of a firstborn son. Ask what you will. Give me wisdom and understanding, my Lord. And let's walk on in the blessing and the joy and the fullness and the fulfillment of the Lord our God. Let's ask God for a blessing tonight in Jesus' name.